Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Line Order S Review here on Fanversation. We are discussing season 22 of SVU episode 16. Taylor, how you can do 16? There you go. Uh, <laughs> challenge achieved. I love it. Uh, this is Wolves in Sheep's Clothing, the season finale. Why we're ending with 16 episodes, that's beyond me. I mean, I know why, but I'm sad. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Yael Teagle. I'm joined, as always, by my incredible team. Uh, Taylor Gates is here. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Uh, Felicia is here. Hello, Felicia. Hello, Taylor. I missed you last week. I missed you guys too, but I'm glad I could be back for the season finale. You know, you gotta pick your pick your battles. Yes, and this is the battle you picked. Uh, before we jump into a lot about this episode, um, we need to give you our warning. Um, if you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. One eight hundred six five six four six seven three. Taylor, you want to tell them? It's about hope, everyone. Thanks. Um, also, uh, sometimes this show goes um, dark, and when it does, we make light. So be prepared for that um, because because we're gonna it do happens. that. It happens. Because we're gonna do, do that. Let's do that. Um, yeah. Also, I see we have some people live in our chat. Welcome. Um, I know we're at a new time today. We were at a different time last week. I promise we'll get back to our regular time at some point. Um, but hello. I'm going to say hello to some people. We have Daryl, Amber, Danny is here. Welcome. Thank you for joining us live. Uh, and stay tuned. At the end, we're going to tell you again about our little contest that we're doing and where you can get new S-Review merch. Um, but first, the quick cap for the episode. When Finn and Phoebe make wedding plans, Benson and Rollins try to help a homeless single mother who's being trafficked in exchange for safe housing. So overall, what did you all think? Felicia, what did you think of this episode? I, I liked it. I mean, it was much better than last week, but I mean, that didn't say like a whole lot about it. But um, it was, I, I liked it. It I, it was, I kind of caught the twist because I just like the rhythm of the show, I guess. There was a little twist there, but I appreciated it. I think it was um, pretty well, like, and then, um, but still a little bit obvious, not as obvious, I don't know. There's a, lot, there's a lot to get into in this episode. I loved it. It was, um, we got story and we got personal life story too. Woo. There was action, guys. And I was like, yes, I'm here for it. We will get to that. Um, Taylor, what did you think of this episode? I'm with Felicia. I really liked it. I think that they handled like the three main sort of threads in it really well. I think they balanced it um, nicely. And I think that each story 
had enough time like to explore everything they kind of needed to explore of course we could have gone more in depth on all of them but um i think overall it was really good and um i'm so glad we got more garland i really like him and i'm so glad we get to see more of him in sort of like a shining role um finn and phoebe are two of my faves of course i'm glad we got them and um nosy neighbor betty swanson is a legend <laughs> that's all i want to say <laughs> she's she's problematic <laughs> but she's a legend nonetheless um i i love how much you love her um i i agree with you all i liked this episode i liked the three different storylines um i disagree that that we had enough time for all of them i think that the main case could have very much been its own episode and i would have been so here for it um and it was very clear as we were running out of time that we weren't going to see the trial that like we were going to make a deal um so we'll talk about that in a second i also um really like this garland stuff and we'll talk about that as well and of course we'll get to the wedding don't you worry um but first as zach says it is time to unpack these details oh i need to move that so you can see it there it is it is time to unpack these details love it um all right so let's talk about this case um and the people that we had on uh in this case, um, because we had some amazing actors. We tied it into a previous episode. You guys know how much I love when that happens. Um, So let's, let's discuss Betty Swanson. I have to shout this woman out. This is Michelle Hurst. um, And this woman is a, I believe five time repeat offender. Make it six, make it six. I love her. She was in um, this episode, December Solstice, uh, Desperate, Legacy, and The Third Guy. She has spanned 22 seasons. Incredible. Because her first episode was in season one. It's amazing. Um, she's not the only repeat offender because we also had um, Terry Serpico, who played Chief McGrath. He also was a repeat offender. And I could have sworn, I was like, didn't he play a bad cop? Like, wasn't he a dirty cop at some point? And now he's chief? Different character. But still horrible. Like, we still hate him. Yeah. He's not that great of... Nah, I'll say it. He's not, he doesn't seem like that great of a leader as a cop anyway. No. Right. I mean, if he played a bad cop before, I mean, it's believable because he's not such a great cop in this episode. And the, the leader of them all, like, he's a leader, like, he's a leader, like, wow. Yeah. No word. Um, so the, the storyline of the case was, um, we met this woman, uh, Rosa, who is with her son. This whole thing with the dogs and the word champ, I was like, why do we need these details? Taylor, I felt like you would love them. <laughs> I did, but I also was like, where is this going? But I did kind of flesh out the characters. Like, I really loved, um, Philippe, her son, and her. Like, their relationship was really sweet, and I really found myself rooting for those two characters, because they were just adorable yeah um i couldn't enjoy the adorableness though because it was like here i'm waiting for the other shoe to drop i'm like oh this beautiful right. woman and her very young son mm-hmm. who is also yeah. beautiful himself and i'm like who, i'm like okay so what kind of predator are we gonna have we're we gonna have a pedophile right. or just your standard resident but like like it it's just like who was like one of them is gonna well they're both the victim in this um episode for sure but like they're gonna be victimized just because it was sad. I enjoyed it a little bit, but I couldn't like fully like, oh, because I knew 
right around the corner. Yeah. yeah somebody to come and clean those pipes. Um, I gotta give a shout out to the actor played Polly Benducci. Um, okay, so um, this actor is uh, Severio Guerra, um, whom I've only seen do comedic roles. So to see him in this character was very confusing because I was waiting for him to like make a joke. And, and then he didn't. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> I love how we have so many of like maybe this is just me maybe i'm imagining things but we have so many of like similar sounding last names i feel like like banducci we've had so many like uchi names lately am i right or am i crazy no because i think i think you're right i've also noticed a lot of the names are very similar um i'm gonna make an assumption just on how tv is made um in that you have to make a name not be too similar to an actual person. So I feel like okay. they or they name it after someone in the crew because there's like some rule about that. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, Morris just made a. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Morris just made an appearance. Y'all know he's he's rude. He he watched the episode too. He actually no, he actually sat and watched it. I know that sounds like a crazy cat lady thing, but you really did watch it. It was, it was great. I mean, he enjoyed it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. So the name thing. Uh, so yes, they um, the names are very similar because they need to like keep them within a range, I guess. I mean, we do have a lot of the same things that like cross over a lot. It's a yeah. weird thing. Um, but we did tie it back together to the episode um, where Finn was helping out that veteran who ends up shooting the one who was raping his daughter. And if I remember correctly, is that not the episode where the the person is the like social worker foster dad? That sounds right. As we know, I'm an encyclopedia, but when it's the newer seasons, I'm like, was that this season? Was it last season? I feel like it was this it hasn't season. Hasn't marinated yet. Yeah, I think it was this season too. I've only seen it three times. I can't, you know, the other episodes I've seen fifteen. Exactly, it's tough world <laughs> yeah um i really like the way this tied together um again with that older episode and then also um with our uh, uh miss Mach- dr machado who ran the um proud life place felicia you're you're shaking your head talk to me i'm not trying to tell you the minute i knew that she was wrong the minute i was like Mm-mm, she's foul and they were like talking her up and i was like oh my gosh I thought, I was like, okay, maybe this could be the possible introduction of a new resource for the team, mm-hmm. right? Because think about all the connections that she had. I thought it was, then I thought, like, it was kind of strange that they didn't already know this person that she, like, does all this stuff in New York. But, okay. So then um, it was the moment when she held up, like, the fish. She was, like, proud. And I was like, nope, she's wrong. She's, she's not. If you're trying to add a hand gesture to a simple message like that. Like, you're doing... I don't know. I just feel like, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? That seems like a lot. Like, this is already something people can support. Like, why is this like a, it's like the homogeny of it all, right? Mm. I think that's maybe more what it is. Like, no, there's a camaraderie among us. Like, we're not like that. She's not like that. Nobody would ever have questioned her, even her being a woman. I mean, her story was crazy, which I do agree with Yell that that storyline there in and of itself could have expanded to be more because we were hearing all these officials, but we don't get anything else from that yeah it's honestly um very interesting the story is that she herself was homeless and she knows what this was like 
And then later when we see Lulu go undercover to talk to her um, and she has this discussion, um, I was like, you know what you're making these people do. You're like, yeah, I know how tough it is. Was it because you had to do it and now you're forcing others? That's such a... Wasn't this storyline very similar to Counselor's Chinatown? Am I remembering that correctly? Um... Where she was like, I have a vague memory of it. Where, where she it, like, was abused her. and so she made other yeah, people. Yeah, and she was like, I'm doing it to help them, like in the grand scheme. We were like, what? Like, I feel like that was very similar There's to been this. a couple of people on this show, like, you know, bringing like young girls to like old rich right. men or whatever. Like, you know, those people who are like perps, so then they become a part of it, you know? Yeah, like, I- We've definitely seen the cycle of abuse. I think this specifically feels a little weird because she's like, I started this foundation to help women get out of this cycle of abuse, but I've built abuse into it. Yeah, it didn't quite connect with me. And I was so sad because I was rooting for her. I was like Garland. I was like, oh, this woman is awesome. Like, she's doing so much good. We're so hurt. I had a little inkling but then I was like pushing it down because I didn't want it to be true but then it was true <laughs> he says he's like you know I she's so dedicated she probably doesn't see it happening like she's so invested that she doesn't see it I like what Benson was like either she's ignoring it or she's the ringleader. And he's like, no, no, it can't be. No. <laughs> so I don't think that's the end of that. I don't think that's the end of that for for Law and Order. Like, I want to believe that that, that's a season finale. It has to mean something going into next season, no? Like, mm. so I want to I wanna believe that maybe we got just enough of that storyline to get the base of it all then for it to be something later. Because she was naming all these politicians and all these like when are we ever known to avoid a scandal we are ripped from the headlines i'll tell you i'll tell you when last season when we got cut off and it was that whole um i don't remember the name of the guy but you know there were so many higher people sir toby we thought yes we thought that one lawyer da i don't remember who was was involved Never came back. Hadid. Hadid. And she just, she disappeared. Where is she? So I would love it if they connected all of that together because we didn't really get finalization in that, I don't think. So we're just going to just obliterate everything and just start from scratch. Well, there's other things that they cannot start from scratch from. There's other parts of that episode, maybe the personal side. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, but you know what I mean? There's so, so many power people. Daryl says, Daryl says, <laughs> why does Garland only know messed up people? Great question. Um, oh, yeah, because he was friends with the pastor, too. Okay. Maybe he just like oh, turns thing. a blind eye. He Maybe believes he just, the, like, best the best of well, Amber says, mm-hmm. if there's <laughs> any hiring official in the Law and Orderverse that gets built up as a good person by other characters, I'm going to assume that they are, in fact, horrible people. Wait, wait. As evidenced by every other episode <laughs> in the series. Um, Jennifer says, yeah. uh, whenever someone is praised too much on the show, they always have a, a shady side underneath. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, you guys are all right. Uh, I think what's interesting is at the end, 
uh, Machado flips on all her high profile clients, um, which so season 14 happened to have been on the other day, um, which starts with the end of Ganzel, which takes us into the um, Delia uh, storyline, which then takes us then brings us Barba. But that episode, those episodes were on um, and I was watching them yesterday. So I was like, oh, it's literally just we end a season or begin a season with somebody who has high profile clients flipping on them. And that's how we wrap up a season or begin one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daryl asks, is the actress who played the DA left? We have not seen Hadid um, all season. And I assume she's gone since she's not dealing with anything that Garland is. And we'll talk about that in just a second. I want to finish up with this Rosa thing um, because in the end she gets to keep her apartment. So, just to, I want to understand, I, again, I don't understand how subsidized housing works because I just don't. I also, the, the the New York housing thing was very new and confusing to me. But, um, so she didn't have a job, which I understood. She was looking for work. And the way she was getting to live in this apartment was by sleeping with these people. And she wasn't getting paid for that. She was just getting the apartment, which is her mm-hmm. payment. So when that ends and she gets to stay in the apartment, she now has to pay rent? I don't know how that works either, actually. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it works the same way that people's kids who are part of the investigation get to stay at your house. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It just doesn't. It doesn't follow any rhyme or reason. I just, when Benson says to her, like, you get to stay here, in my mind, I went, and pay rent? How do I have to stay right. here? Like, I, she can't afford to stay there. I mean, it's a, it's a subsidized housing, like, unit. So, I mean, if they decide, the housing authority or whatever people decide to not make her leave, then, yeah, she can stay there because she's, she, I mean, she might be qualified for it. But, like you said, she jumped, they jumped the line with right. sex. I thought it was crazy that the other girl, I forget her name, the other young lady had, who had lived there before, that Minozi lady, Mrs. Mm. Swanson, complained about same thing mm-hmm. and um and she ended up getting with a guy who was like affiliated with that i was like wow like you're so deep into this mm-hmm. like how many other women did y'all do this with and the, then the lady the laundromat broke it down she was like oh you really new to this like yeah. amber tells us um subsidized housing is she pays a certain amount from uh welfare likely um and the rest is subsidized by the state thank you Okay. Yes. Thank you. That's very helpful. Amber just like always comes in here with the facts that like we don't know. And I appreciate that. I just, the great questions. But yeah, there were, you know, we had the other women. Lulu's in the apartment um, and she's got the same deal. Um, but her deal seems to be a lot um, neater because there's an NDA. She has like a contract, whereas everyone else, it seems yeah. to be uh, as long as you do what you're supposed to. Um, again, I wish that episode, that story would have been the whole episode. I would have liked a lot more of that. Um, but we also have this Garland thing, um, as we've been talking about through the season. Um, and as Finn mentioned, <laughs> Garland thinks that change is coming. It's not. Um, and not only that, he's getting shunned. He's getting um, in trouble and yelled at. Um, and then we have this weird hearing um with chief mcgrath where he explains that the increase in rape reports is a good thing which like we know because we've watched 22 seasons of svu but like 
this guy who works in the police doesn't know? I think it's all about optics to him. Right. It's like, oh, well, numbers are going up and people are going to think it's more unsafe. They're going to yell at us. Like, so it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, if numbers go up, then yes, it looks bad, reflects poorly on you. But if they're like, but, but it means that more people are coming forward too. So it's like, you can't win. Right. Which is why he was like, my closure rates. Yeah, exactly. It was a very, uh, it was a very personal attack, which the man should have been fired. Yeah, get him out of here. He sucks. Anything you want to add to this, Felicia? I just, you know, just, sorry guys, I know it's television, but we gotta be real because they're talking about real world things in this show, and I just feel like it was so outrageous that it was not even impactful. If you're trying to show that this one person has stood up and then here comes this angry white boss yelling at him without without context, allowed to treat him. It really, it just makes it more, it fictionalizes it, like so much more if that makes any sense because it just seems so unrealistic mm. there's not a space where that's actually going to happen where his boss is going to yell like maybe yell at him like that in front like that wouldn't happen because his boss would think to himself oh well oh, i probably shouldn't do that because he just testified this and it would look bad on me and i can get in trouble like in right. a real in the real mm-hmm. world sense it's just like just don't just don't even do that and it was just stupid for him to not not i don't know it, like, it was like just he's docile like he just stood for what he was. He's docile, and now he's like, like I. If you're gonna just get rid of his character, just get rid of his character a different way. I don't know. I don't like it. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I I wasn't really feeling it. It just felt too. I mean, I know it's a drama. I know it's a TV show, but you're talking about some real stuff here, like when involving police, involving race, involving a a person of color who is a police officer at this particular juncture. You know what I mean? It just didn't seem like again. It just, it was, it just didn't give me what I thought it was supposed to give, and maybe it gave, and then maybe it gave more to a different audience. Maybe it wasn't, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't written for for me. I don't know, but it just, it was people, real performative. People in the chat, people in the chat are with you on this. Actually, not sorry. Um, Jennifer <laughs> says uh, they always go over the top with the villainy. Agreed. Um, Daryl says um, it felt a bit over the top. Um, I agree. I think that him yelling at him in his office, that I believe, 100%. Mm-hmm. Privacy of an office where he can, yeah, where he yells at him. Weird. I think him yelling, and now you're all woke, I think that's a whole other conversation. Like, okay. Uh, um, did, you, did, was, was, did you not see that he was brown skinned this whole time? Right. Did you think? It's, it, I almost he feel like. A really nice tan, like. The discussion kind of almost felt like it should have then taken us to, like, did they put Garland in this leadership position for the optics? Or did they Mm -hmm. actually believe that Garland could be a leader and make a difference? That's where this conversation should have gone. Um, And I think that, I think it didn't because, and then again, seeing him being, as you were saying, yelled at in this public-ish forum um, seemed odd. And then the, like, the ridiculous shaming of turning their backs on him, um, which uh, people are talking about a little bit in the chat uh, on organized crime. There was a very similar uh, cops shaming of a character. And I was like, oh, this feels, this feels dumb. 
<laughs> in terms of like storyline like no i mean we i mean but i mean that's not the first time i've seen it in television or in film right. there's another movie it's called a uh, black and blue and it's about a black police officer going through the the going through the day some of the things happen i ain't gonna tell you the whole movie but basically there's an intersection of her being black and her being a police officer because people say black lives and what do people normally say back back to that blue lives matter so or mm-hmm. all lives or whatever so that black versus blue thing and mm-hmm. I, I and garland's character is that he's in one of the highest forms of leadership like that we see on the show so i just i just feel like maybe that could just been tackled a different way and i don't know if anything would have necessarily appeased me because i again i don't think anyone knows how to perfectly right just yet um hindsight is 2020 but i was like i don't know maybe didn't come across how they wanted it to yeah i hope that we continue talking about it next season because i don't think this works at all if they don't do that especially that we're planting like oh the old guard may be coming for him i mean that's right. foreshadowing if i've ever seen it the fact that he's like going to the doctor for something and he thinks it's just stress but they want to make sure like you can, like it doesn't make sense i feel like to plant that and not expand on it so i'm hoping yeah. this was just like a rocky start for something that continues and like gets to be a little bit like stronger and and maybe subtle i'm just glad that we got him like in a story like i said like a starring role because i think he's such a great character with a lot of potential yes so um, i hope they keep it up like letting him sort of shine and um seeing more of him like battle his personal demons i guess i agree i think garland is an amazing addition um i love having him on the on on our show and on our team and he is a regular this season um that said uh if you want to talk about uh you know some dropping some seeds planting some seeds for uh future episodes do you remember when the um you know the prison guards were going to murder Barba or when um, Benson had a, they started giving us her drinking problem, which disappeared right. or <laughs> remember I'm an optimist. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's how I felt earlier. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic that it's all going to come together. What you tell her. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just can't. It hurts me. Um, Oddly, uh, the chat thinks that Garland's going to die. Amber says he's going to die. Calling it now. Uh, Daryl says he's definitely dead. I agree with the chat, but I didn't want to say it. I I agree with the chat, but I didn't want to say it. I don't think they're going to kill him. Look, here's why I don't think they're going to kill him. He's going to leave because he's sick. Too sick. They just made him a regular. Yeah. I don't want him to leave yet. Are they... they're not well. They're not going to tell his boss you're killing this poor black man by putting all this stress on him. Part. They're not going to tell his boss that. So it's not going to be sick. All right. Um, let's move on to what you actually all want to talk about, and it is the wedding. Um, Psych. The wedding. First of all, I think that their choice to not get married was the most realistic thing ever because. The entire episode was other people being like, this is what you're doing. This is what you need. Add this. Invite me. All of these things. Um, also, yeah. also, I saw on Twitter and I completely agree. They were like, he cannot get married without Munch and Craig in there. And I agree with that. You cannot have him get married unless you bring those two back. Like, it just isn't, it doesn't feel right. 
That's true. Munch should have 100% been there. Um, yeah. I would have just fell off the bed if he would have popped up on the screen. I would have actually probably had an episode myself. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think them choosing to not have a wedding um, and not getting married ceremony is great. I love the fact that they relate to it. Um, <laughs> They're so funny. I literally love them so much. It felt so right. Um also, let's talk about Carisi's girlfriend um, who <laughs> was not coming to this wedding. I will say, we said before that she was too cool for him, I believe are Taylor's words. And the yes. truth is, we were right that she, <laughs> because he, as he says, he thought at this age he would be married and have kids. Like he wanted a very traditional life and she is very modern and progressive and it was never going to work. Also, we know that his heart belongs to Barba. So anyway. You cannot no. sit here and say that after you watch this episode. I can't believe. I knew I, see, I knew one of y'all was going to have the nerve to say that. I knew Here's it was going to be it. I'm going to. We watched Go on, Taylor. Here's the thing. I've done nothing but talk shit about this ship. However... I kind of liked it in this episode and I kind of get it and I'm like kind of okay with it because there's a thing I felt like the the speech scene I thought was so sweet where she's like as long as it's under two minutes I was like oh, I love that little banter and I thought it was cute and I think it makes sense especially that we're talking about how Carisi wants to be married and have kids and Rollins is like very untraditional in ways but she has like those traditional sort of values still I feel like being southern and just like her whole character it makes sense so although they're very different I think that they do connect on that sort of level and I I just thought it was sweet I liked their little scene by the river so I'm like you know I'm happy to say that I've made a mistake and I don't hate it anymore I'm okay with the powers that be (laughs) and that's my speech and that's my speech to under two minutes (laughs) Here's what I'll say. I think that they built it very slowly and they built it right. I think that they led us to a point that made sense. Everything before this, had they hooked up, had anything happened before this, I think would have felt wrong. And the fact that Mm -hmm. he tried to make that move in one of my favorite episodes um, uh, where they go to that other place to pick up that girl who's catfishing two different people. Uh, intent. Wow. That's the episode. Um, she, That episode is the one where he was like, I'm into you. And she's like, I'm just having a good time. The truth is, I keep saying that she needs to not sleep with coworkers. He's no longer technically a coworker. He's not a cop anymore. Um, and they do have an actual relationship that is built on love and trust and respect. Yes. So and he has a relationship with her kids. Yes. Also, he's great with her kids. So I get it. I understand it. I still you think. You guys don't know how much I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I still I think he should be a barber. I agree with you. How I agree much with I'm you. enjoying this. I think that the relationship is not like the, like, hot and spicy kind is very much like like you said built on like trust and but i think that's what i think that's what rollins needs and what carisi's always wanted in a Mm -hmm. way 
So I yes, I think it makes sense. However, I'm with you. I'm still on that. I'm still on that train. You know what? You can be on two trains at once. Oh, the train has derailed. Like there's actually literally no. I'm holding on to both cars. I'm like, so sorry. Way. Is Barbara dead? No, it's not over. It could still happen. Um, Daryl says, "Meh." I guess. Meh. I guess. I mean, okay. So this is the thing. Like, I agree with Taylor. Like, it wasn't hot. But it was like a little. It was like a little Caesars. It was hot and ready. It wasn't like me. But it was. It was ready. You know, like it was pizza. Like it was like it's food. It was pizza. It was fine. It was, um, but I. But I, I definitely agree. It was a. Um, their love was like late, like a slow burn. And, right. You know. Um. That like I think that's the best kind. It's the longest lasting kind. I'm interested to see it's what true. happens. Not committing is definitely something. Like I can't even believe he proposed. He's gonna be totally honest. But I definitely didn't see a wedding. But I didn't want to sign too much of a pessimist. Um, I think that the after effects too, because then I don't know. They they're really trying to ship these. Um, they're really trying to ship Benson Sabler, and I can't. And that's the one I can't do. And I, I'm sorry, I can't. Here's what I'll say. I think that that one is also going to be very slow. I think I saw someone tweeted something like that one has it's to be It's already earned. been 22 years. How much slower can it go? He no, just lost it. his wife. That's not it. That's not it. I'm sorry. Um, I think that they, they're, just, they're teasing us. They're teasing us. They're teasing yeah, and us. They're dangling. They're not, not going to do it. Like the whole when she got a glass of wine and you know, how did they meet? Oh, they were partners. That look, that look was the most, I was like, ooh, so subtle. <laughs> the most subtle thing I've ever seen. Are they dangling the carrot in front of me? Yes. Am I going to continue to run on the treadmill? Yes. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, I think, I think that we're headed towards that eventually. Um, I think if you're watching Organized Crime, they're being less subtle. 32. 32. Yeah. I think it's look. So be it. It's gonna happen at crazy. some point. Look, I think Law Order is gonna be on for ten more years. Like, yeah, season thirty-two. Like, what? You do I know it's already crazy. renewed through twenty-four. So yeah, I go. know, I know, but I feel like it's just never gonna end. If you want me to be quite honest with you, I know that sounds ridiculous. But I can't imagine like it would change. But why would it ever end? Um, Jennifer says, uh, "I don't ship Stabler with anyone. Great actor and character, but no one should be with Police Brutality King." Mm. That's a great point, Jennifer. Isn't that fair? That's me. That funny. <laughs> I want to say that he's learned, but I've also watched organized crime. But, but yeah. honestly, though, can you remember at any juncture where he was like super romantic towards Kathy, where he was like overtly romantic? Like one, yeah. I remember one. It Out was of how many seasons? It was in season one. Um, I believe it was episode three. Um, and it, the beginning. it was, and this like all is marriages in the beginning. It's, you get a romantic gesture. He, um, it was the episode with it's the episode is called, or just look like one. It's about the models. Um, and uh, he's worried about his daughter, his oldest daughter, Maureen, have an eating disorder. And so he's like, uh, Hey, Kathy, that Italian restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Maureen's like, you can't get me to eat Italian. And he goes, you're not invited. And then he like whisks away Kathy. Uh, that was it. That was the most romantic he's been. <laughs> well, what? Liz has a better what? love story. What um, look, here's the, here are some things that are missing from this finale. Um, 
and the finale of uh, Organized Crime. We still don't know what was in the letter. Taylor, I know you're going to keep us keep reminding us of this letter. Um, She has not yet told him about Tucker. And again, as I was saying, season 14 was on recently, which is where she rekindles with Cassidy. She needs to tell him about Cassidy. He knows Cassidy. Why? Why? He knows their history. He was there when it started. If she needs to tell him about Tucker. Why does... I get it, but maybe the it's the realist the the realist in me is like if you're dating me today, it doesn't matter what happened. You were gone, like so. Right. Like I'm not like trying to be. I ain't here for you. You didn't get a postcard. They were getting a Christmas card. Like you didn't. You couldn't even send me an email or anything. Like I didn't hear anything from you. You come back and give me some letter. We don't know what it says. It could say whatever. It is. We don't know. And I'm supposed to give you now all of my. No, why should he know? I, I think that if they're going to be together, then... They're not. I just think that... Stop it! Tucker, Tucker and Stabler had history, and Cassidy and Stabler had history, and I think that's what matters, um, is that he had history with them. It's not just some stranger. Because um, he doesn't need to know about her and um, Hayden, or her and... Um, who else is she I feel doing? like one question begets another. Lots just run them all down. Anyway, oh, Jennifer agrees with you. I don't think she owes him an explanation. Um, But Daryl says Tucker is different. Yeah, I don't think she owes an explanation. But I think that, I mean, he's going to find out eventually some way, somehow. So it's probably better to just clear the air on that. Because as Daryl says, Tucker literally tried to end his career. Um, I think that she was, the relationship was much more serious. He's going to organize crime. His career is still, he's doing some still. I just think that, yeah, I just think that if, if she needs to tell him about anyone, she was much more serious with Cassidy. He literally lived with her. Yeah. Tucker and her. Did they go to Paris? A trip versus living together? Girl, I got to teach you about relationships. Um, You're right. I don't. All right. um, Pretty far away though. I'm just saying. All right. Well, it's time for us to talk about. The best lines. There it is. Um, I've won. I've won okay, because yeah. I agree with it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Weddings are a patriarchal institution designed oh. to transfer ownership from the father to the husband. 100%. Damn. Go on. Love that. Okay, Nicole. Um, Felicia, do you have any? How many lines you got? Yeah, you know, you know, that you was all I had. One. Um, I, have, I do have uh, one. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, so my line is when um, the, the man left, he said he was fixing his pants. He said, I'll clean your pipes anytime oh, or yeah. any day or something. And I remember I, my stomach did like a little, like a, <laughs> like a flip. Like it went like, ugh. Like it was like, ugh. Like I had a, a jerk a reaction to that. And I was like, that's disgusting. Oh, yeah. that was my, that's my line. Nice. Uh, send me his comedic roles I need to see him in a different role now oh my god okay go watch the show Becker it's I don't know if it's still good but it was good when it was on I'll check it out um, um of course I have to share a line from my girl Betty Swanson yeah <laughs> a woman had a parade of horn dogs <laughs> just like such a funny way to phrase that um another marriage one that's why we have honeymoons to recover from the wedding I feel like that's probably valid considering it's stressful to attend the wedding let alone be in it 
Um, and then, of course, some of the cheesy ones from the wedding. Partnership is a lot like marriage. I thought that was kind of sweet. And then, of course, his first partner to partners. We have a little toast at the end. And I think that's just a good way to end the season, if nothing else. You know, whether you ship it or not. That's a good, that's a good solid line to end on. Yeah. Um, we have people in the chat saying Carice's speech uh, was corny and only safe because of the acting. But, but that's him. He's not going to write something not corny. That's but Zach says Carice's speech was the best line. Um, I agree. Honestly, for those who don't know, I'm officiating a wedding in a couple of weeks. And I've been watching a lot of stuff with weddings in it, seeing what I can steal. And so I was like, this is so cute. I can't steal it because they're not partners. So like it doesn't work. Um, oh, we lost Felicia. That's okay. Felicia said, if you talk about Elliot and Olivia one more time, I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see if we can get her back on. There she is. Okay. So um, those are best lines. Um, now let's talk about the weekly poll. Oh, no. Before the weekly poll. Nope. That's it. Weekly poll. Okay. Great. Um, so I was not here last week, but before the week before that, we um, watched Postgraduate Psychopath and the poll was what's your favorite killer kid episode my little topic there um in fourth place or sorry third place because we have a tie for first third place so upsetting by this um is lost traveler the lily reinhardt episode wow get some taste everyone get some taste um because that only got 10.5 percent of the vote 10.5 of you percent you're valid the rest of you get out um in second place we have conscience this season six episode six that's a great episode the great of all these are actually very good i thought. I think that's the and issue like, is they were all really good episodes they were all really good no i guess it's fair but still <laughs> she deserves better um and in first place we have a tie between juvenile which is season four episode nine and postgraduate psychopath which is the one that we watched and talked about so yes all great episodes um and this week we are asking you all what your favorite part of the not wedding was <laughs> and right now um in last place is other comment below we have no one who has commented below yet in third place currently we have finn and phoebe being happy ironic considering it was their wedding that's fine <laughs> in second place we have the release kiss a lot of people were really excited about that um i'm happy for you all and in first place we have the toast to partners with 50 percent the people have spoken today and we'll see um if that changes here are some others some others yeah here's some yeah here's some suggestions um cat bringing that girl that we saw her spending yep. new year's eve with like it I seems like of that. they're serious um seeing uh ken and alejandro there um yes. i love that they brought in his like what a great use what all right so i'm gonna tell y'all something no i'm sorry sir i'm sorry to this man i'm sorry sir I did not recognize Ken at all. I didn't recognize him at all. I felt like you ever go to like a family reunion or something, and you're like, or like a, a cookout or something. Like, sure. And you're like, like, hey, and you're like, hi. And you're like, who the heck is this? And you're like, oh my god, you're such and such. Like I totally didn't recognize you. You don't look the same at all. Like I didn't recognize you. I didn't recognize him. I was like, why are they putting this? That's why I get. I spit because I was talking about him. Why are they putting? this man this man on the camera like why this, this is weird this is an extra like in the wedding but why are they so focused on him you want to talk about extras like, so familiar 
And yeah, I'm like, he looks so familiar. And I'm like, oh my God, that's his son. Like, what's wrong with me? Why did I not recognize him? He looks totally different. No, that's okay. We haven't seen him for a minute. We haven't seen him. I also almost didn't recognize Alejandro. I was like, wait, is that a different actor? And then I looked it up and it's not. But they, look, it's been years since we've seen them and they are adults um, now. I guess like the same when we saw Stabler's kids. We were like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> Only one of them looked familiar. Um, Who are these people? <laughs> Um, Amber says, uh, my favorite part was Benson's dress. I love the big print. That belt needs to go, though. I agree. The dress was cute. Um, I would have preferred her in something more form-fitting, but that's just me. Um, uh, Zach says, Kat and Celine. Yeah, we'll tell you where this vote is, um, where the poll is in just a minute. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of other things that happen. I would also say I think that... um, People just showing up late to the wedding, like that's so not how funny. that's not how weddings are. You don't miss that res- the ceremony. That's rude. I love how they had to keep explaining. It's fine. You didn't actually. Yeah. Like <laughs> so the thing. Don't worry. Like, but like it the, was just our wedding day. The bride and groom were late, and you were later. Like that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. So there, those are other things you could vote for the weekly poll. It's rude, but it did work out well, though. Yeah, it did. I actually personally really liked the the fact that there were multiple queer couples at this wedding. Yeah, um, me too. That felt very realistic, um, and I liked that. Um, so next up is what did we learn? Oh, I'm ready. I'm so Thank ready. You. I learned about the poor door. Um, yeah. First of all, as I have learned through 22 seasons, I do not understand New York apartments at all. Um, so the fact that there's this real fancy building that also has a poor door and that there's laundry in the bottom of the building, even though people have laundry in their homes like this. I learned a lot. Um, well, it reminded me if you guys have watched the Cecil Hotel documentary. Yes. That like really scary one. Yeah, um, it was that reminded me. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really scary, but it's it's a crazy story. But how they kind of tried to make two hotels with, like, the, like, motel and then, yeah. like, the fancy hotel at the bottom. And so that's why, that's the only reason I, like, kind of knew that already is because of that, mm. like, documentary about the, and it was a hotel with exactly the same. But. Right. Um, I found that interesting. Uh, what did you learn, Felicia? That I was right. Go about on. what? We were going to be together. Oh, about that. I was like, yes, about which part? In y'all face. And that they were going to get together eventually. And I knew I was right. And I'm happy that I did not. I listened to myself. And I also knew that when I watched them kiss, that both of you probably screamed at the television. Um, well, listen, I'm going to. There was no visceral reactions. No, I don't believe that. I felt that it was earned. Because what I learned is that and you you'll see my little tweet yesterday that I that I do like it a little bit because of that scene. It convinced me. So, oh, I screamed no. because I was like, out of you too. I, I cried. Okay. You cried? All right. Um, no, but I was like, like, oh, like, like, like how many like tears? Like just one? Like it, <laughs> it didn't like, even trickle. Like, it, it it formed my eye and didn't okay. fall, but it formed. That's, so that's respectable. Because if you were like yeah. two, I would have been like, mm, too much. No, no, no. Okay. I wasn't sobbing, but I was like, mm. <laughs> well, all right. Anything else we learned? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, people in the chat are telling me that poor doors uh, actually. Uh, a thing in big cities. Yeah, I have lived in big cities. 
Just not New York. I'm blaming. I'm never yeah. heard of a poor door. Me either. I think what's um, what I found very amusing bad. was the fact that they kept calling it. Like once they understood what it was, right? They still kept calling it that. Which oh, is, the back entrance or something. I wanted to Please. believe it was like not poor door, but like poor door. Or poor, like I wanted to mm. believe it was a different word. No, completely. Right. But it was mm. no. It was the not. same. I was like, I was like, am I hearing it? Because they kept, like you said, they kept saying it. I was like, am I hearing it? Am I right. Just- it's caption on. It's funny because the first time it was said, they were like, "What?" And then I think it was Cat uh, who was like, "Oh, let me explain what this is." And I went, "Okay, now we understand." And they kept. I was like, "Stop saying that. That's rude." Yeah, for real. All right. Um, before we wrap up, as a reminder, we've been doing uh, a little contest of sorts um, with comments on YouTube and iTunes. For our show, this is the last episode to enter that. And then next week, we will be doing reruns all summer long because, you know, we're not going on hiatus. There's 22 seasons to talk about. Um, So, Taylor, tell us what's going on. Yes. So we had a couple of comments on um, the YouTube video from last week. We had... um, Suli710, thank you for um, commenting. She said, I missed that she was texting in court and thought the twist would be he faked the text, which that's that was a very good um, oh, yeah. like theory, because that, yeah, that was a very odd part of that episode. So that was a very good thought. And then um, me, OG, I don't know how you would pronounce that, but M-E-O-G, um, the twist about believing male, was about believing male victims of domestic violence because they will believe all women no matter what. Yeah, that definitely was like a different take on that situation. I feel like we've seen it a little bit before, but I agree that it was it was nice to like reaffirm that. Yeah. Um, so thanks for commenting. Thank you. Any iTunes? No iTunes. Okay. Um, so of the people who have commented, um, we'll pick someone and, and an episode that they will recommend. And that's what we'll talk about. Um, I think maybe next week we'll do one that we choose. And then the week after we'll let them choose. Um, yeah. Yeah. That seems right. We'll be back at our regular time, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. We'll see. I yeah. have to look at my schedule. Um, I, might, okay. <laughs> I might have to move us. Um, yes. So that also, in case you miss this news, you can buy a Slam and Pair Jeans onesie or a Justice for Snowball t-shirt or pillow or sticker on our Redbubble account. Um, there's a link in the description <laughs> below. That's right. Justice for Snowball and or Slam and Pair of Jeans, because that's what your baby is, a Slam and Pair of Jeans. Um, link is below. But until next episode, Taylor, where are you and where can everyone find the poll? You can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabet underscore and you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Amazing. And Felicia, where are you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at it's Felicia Michelle. Perfect. That is the place to find her. Um, I am everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Um, I'm here on Sundays. Wednesdays, I'm talking superheroes. We're going to be talking about Loki this week, of course, um, and all the other superhero shows. Uh, Also, I have Twitch on Mondays and Wednesdays, where I'm playing Super Nintendo on Mondays and something on the Xbox on Wednesdays. Um, 
and playing is a loose term. All right. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you so much, Jennifer, Amber, Zach, Daryl, um, Danny. Oh, I saw more people. Zach, I said. Jennifer, Amber, I said. Okay, I said it. Thank you all so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.